Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to an episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is Jeremiah Jennings, and I'm super excited to come today with another fresh new episode for you. And we have a great guest interview lined up for today's show. Love guest interviews. If you don't know that already, then you've never listened to a show before because I always say that. And I do truly, truly mean it. Uh, I, I love getting these, get on here and have amazing conversation with a bunch of guys that um, mean the world to me, that we have really, really good relationships with. This is another one that we've built a friendship with over the last year, stayed in touch over social media. It's wild to see how business has grown for for him and everyone else across the country, but you specifically, Dom, it's been cool to see how your business has grown and flourished. And so we have none other than Dominique with us today from Ledge Hill Landscape, and I'm excited to hear some more of your story, dude. Uh, you had we had you on in, and we had you and like your whole team. I felt like uh, at the podcast summit yeah. last year which was just about a year ago uh, to date almost. And so uh, I, I know that you've grown a lot. I feel like I've seen you've grown a lot on, on Instagram the past year. So, man, give us the update. Uh, run, us, run us through your story in case nobody had heard the first half of it. Give us the, the quick rundown there. But then let's hop into some business growth, man. Let's talk uh, how things are flourishing and developing and what all you've learned in this process. Awesome. Awesome. Thank, th- thanks for having me on again. So uh, my name is Dominic Morlani uh, with Ledger Landscaping. We're, we're located in the Cleveland, Ohio area. And um, currently we, we do a lot of softscape um, and any, anything from mowing lawns to hardscape work we'll, we'll pretty much do. And that, that's pretty much our, uh, our bread and butter is uh, just being a full service landscape company to our clients. So um, I, I started this business when I, well, or lack of, uh, when I was nine years old, uh, pushing a lawnmower, I, I had dreams and aspirations of being a large, uh, a large company. And, um, thankfully now, now over the last couple of years, that's kind of what it's, it's turned into. And I'm, I'm proud to say that we've, uh, we, we've grown, made a lot of mistakes along the way, but, um, those lessons are, um, uh, are, are kind of invaluable to, uh, to growth. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You learned a lot along the way. Do you see me? So I've got the camera. Does the camera keep switching on your side? Yeah. Is that yeah. throwing you off? <laughs> Is that throwing you off? Yeah. I'm just, yeah. You're good. good no. I, I couldn't tell if it came through on your side or not. I'm working on trying to get the the video recorded on this, and I'm still still working through it. So so it's a work in progress. But that's good I to know it. that you can see it. So. Um, well, that, that's awesome, man. Uh, what is, what is the last year looked like? I mean, how did, how did Ledge Hill Landscaping grow in 23? I feel like I've seen a lot of growth, uh, inside and out. So what, what is it, yeah. what did it look like, man? Yeah. So, um, 2022, I had, I had a really good team of guys, uh, who, who I've known through high school and we, we all had a really good camaraderie and we kind of all knew how to do all the work and everything. Um, those guys have since moved on to college and internships and such. So this past year, 2023, was a, d- definitely a, a, a good learning curve on to hiring new new people on, putting systems in place, because 
<clears throat> I'll be honest, I didn't really have the, the systems in place that I needed in order to take on all these new, um, these new team members to work for me. And um, it, it was a really good learning lesson on um, who you can put in leadership roles, who you can't, um, the different, uh, the, the, the different um, abilities of the crew members to take on certain tasks and um, j just how to manage a schedule and manage the growth within the business. So, we started out, uh, 2022, we had like two crews, um, pretty much it was a mowing crew and then a landscape, hardscape, softscape crew, whatever you want to call it. And in this past year we grew up to, um, we got up to four crews and there's something that I noticed really quickly, which was the fact that you can't have and well, in my opinion, you can't have three plus crews and still be out in the field working because here's how I here's how I kind of view it is that um, you know I, I would be with the mowing crew I teach the mowing guy and then um, he would be the crew leader and then slap somebody else in there um, and then then there's one crew and then I do the same thing with landscape crew I, I I would go into the first crew teach the, uh, the the crew leader all the ways about going to do the projects and then I'd move on to the next crew and that's pretty much how I was doing it but. As I saw, I got into three to four crews. Once I hit that four crew, fourth crew mark, you know, I'm getting calls from the different guys saying, hey, we got this done ahead of schedule or we're behind schedule on this. And we're, you know, uh, Tom's got to leave for this or Jim's got it. And it, 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 it got really hectic. And the, uh, the amount of workflow you go through within having, if you have four crews and you get a week's worth of work done, that's a month worth of work for one crew. Mm. Um, so it, it, it definitely was a, uh, definitely a, a learning curve, but, um, I, I think this year was a huge growth and putting systems in place. And the way that I see it is that you have to make your, you have to treat your business as if you can sell it at any moment. That way you have all the systems in place and you can delegate tasks to people, um, and put people in place such as bookkeepers and, um, CPAs and, um, office admins and pretty much anybody like that. That's really good stuff. And I feel like we got a lot to unpack there just in, in that short, um, little while you talk about adding systems and processes. This has been the hot topic. Uh, everybody's been talking about systems and processes and I've kind of been a huge advocate for systems and processes. And then you sit, I sat down with a couple under a couple other leaders who have grown multi-million dollar companies and they say, guys get caught up in systems and processes too much um, in the process of growing your company that you don't focus on selling enough. And it sounds like you've used systems and processes to help you grow the right way. Um, what is your take on, on that whole, how did you, how did you continue to grow while also putting like what, if you don't mind sharing what ex exact systems and process did you actually implement? Because this is a broad term we talk about, but what did you actually implement yep. that you don't feel like, or maybe you do feel like you went overboard with it, um, that you don't feel like yep. you went overboard and you actually, you needed these things to grow? Yeah. So um, something like even what I did at the end of this year. So usually I take that, that week between Christmas and New Year's and I take that whole week just to reflect on the whole year, um, change anything that I need to change 
And what I did is I, I said, you know what, I had so many different headaches from this year, you know, running four crews, having five trucks and just, um, having to fill up gas on the weekends. Like that took two hours out of my weekend. So I wrote down all of my headaches that I was having and I took every single headache I had and I wrote it down in a whole list. And then I figured out how to solve those problems. So I said, okay, good. I, I, I spent two hours filling up on gas. What am I going to do now? I'm going to consider, well, do I, number one, do I pay somebody to do it? Or number two, do I take, um, do, do, do I take that opportunity to go and outsource fuel and have a fuel tank, um, at, at, at our shop space? That way we don't have to leave and, you know, guys go in and get snacks whenever they go to the gas station and take extra time. Um, so, it, it, it all comes down to also who is uh, who, who's like an affluent team leader as well. So I, you know, I, we, we would get a bunch of trash in all the trucks. So what, what, what do I do? I, I make sure that the guys throw out, throw out all the trash after every single, um, after every single week, we got to make sure that all the trash buckets, which we have a trash bucket in every single truck, it's a five gallon bucket. We fill it up with trash and um, I, I say either when you go to the gas station, it has to get emptied, or if not, it's got to be cleared out by, you know, Friday after you guys week. are finished. Yeah, yeah because we it, the trucks were starting to smell so nasty from guys putting putting you know snack. Oh yeah, snacks, old food, what, beef what jerky wrappers, all that stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was getting so bad. And one time they left one of the windows open, and a raccoon got in and ate oh food gosh. in the back of the truck. It's it just it, it it's all about solving the, the, the just the little things, just the little problems, um, and then realizing where people fit in. Because sometimes you you have an idea of where people can fit in within your business, and then you start to evaluate it, and you're just like, you know what they. I, I'm not really sure they know exactly what they're talking about. And then you, you, you kind of have to try, fail and adjust. Um, but I, I guess that's also kind of just hiring on the right people and um, being able to trust people as well with, um, with the different tasks. Um, keeping track of expenses is another big thing. And uh, just making sure the guys are staying productive. How um, did uh, feel? No, go ahead. Oh, no, no, you're, you're good. You can go ahead. <laughs> what, uh, so did you have much turnover this year? And I have a follow-up question to this. That's why I ask. So I, I did have a decent amount of turnover, but most of that turnover was just from, uh, part-time guys just being like, Hey, you know, I don't really want to do this. Okay. So you, most of the people you hired full-time st- stuck around. Yep. Yep. And we, uh, we, we pretty much finished out the year and it, it, it kind of, we, so we, we have a bunch of, uh, college guys or guys that just get out of high school and those guys will work over the summer t- well spring, summertime, and then into the fall. And then they'll, they'll leave in the fall time as things kind of slow down. And then, um, we're, we're down to like our core guys and, and that's pretty much a good amount to, to get through the year. And then the, the guys who are like, crew leads foreman whatever they will be the ones that um do snow removal with me and then the other guys they'll either um find a find a winter job or uh one guy just likes to hunt so that's what he does the whole winter so um that's pretty much hey i hear that i hear that man uh i I know a lot of people that do that i understand that um 
the reason I asked that is, so what did your hiring process look like this year? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, like, what did that look like? Because if you got full-time guys to stick around, then how did you do that? How did you vet them? How did you bring them in? What did you offer them um, incentive-wise? Like, what did that whole process look like? Because this is the time right now. This episode is going to drop probably end of January, beginning of February. So, like, guys need to be hiring for spring now. Like, they should probably already have those people in place and I, I I know that people are going to wait around. They're going to drag their tail, and they're not going to be prepped for spring. And they're going to be running around like a chicken with their head cut off come springtime trying to get work done, and they're going to have a crazy turnover. And I'm, I'm speaking to this because this is what I did last year. We I wasn't prepared for spring. Well, I thought I was, but then one guy, the guy left. But anyway, still, I wasn't prepared the way that I should have been. Didn't have the right people in place. Spring got here, and then the whole year turned into – I just we just got to crank out work. We got to get we got to get the work done. Got to get guys in the bodies that can do the job. Like just tur- bad turnover, just a bad year, bad culture year. And I want to avoid that for anybody out there that's going into the spring this year. So what did that look like for you? How did the uh, how did your hiring process go? I'll, I'll be honest. That was a system I did not have in place. Okay. Um, coming into the year, yeah. and now I, I definitely do have a actual hiring process that I'll. Uh, I'll roughly go through, but I'm still in, in, in kind of the works of yeah, everything figuring together. it out. Yeah. Um, but something I notice is that um, I, I would kind of like to say that you, you really won't get to do the things that you um, have in mind until you're ready in business. And that's kind of what I found. Like I wasn't ready to, uh, to put guys on payroll really early, which is why I didn't have any full-time guys moving through, um, throughout the different se- the different seasons, but I actually did have one guy who I was planning to um, work with all this past year, um, and he was going to be he's going to be like my right hand man with with everything. And then um, I kind of pushed him to start his own business, and then his that business took off, and <laughs> of course he left me. But yeah, um, it, it was all in good terms. And um, was that uh, what was his name? Was that uh, Tony Roney. Tony? Yeah, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. So he did yeah, his he own started- he did his own thing. Yeah, he started doing a window cleaning business, and he he, he was he was killing it. But um, awesome. now he's focusing. But um, he, he's still in college, so he's focusing on cybersecurity now. But yeah, um, yeah. It, it was all good. And he was on last episode. Yeah, yeah, um, I was on. But um, so the the hiring pro- so when he left, and he's just like, dude, like I, I don't think I'm going to be able to work for you this year. Like I, I'm just too busy, whatever. Um, I. I, I kind of panicked kind of like anybody would. Cause I'm yeah. just like, wow, yeah. well now, now I have to go out and f- find these people who'd be leaders. And um, one of the things that I, I learned from one of my friends is just go around and just talk to, just talk to everybody. And even in uh, Jeff's Jeff Joyner's book that he gave out, he, he, uh, he, he just talks about talking to every single person you, you like talking to strangers, everybody who you meet. And um, it, it's amazing how you could find, you can meet somebody who you don't expect, to ever work for you, but they'll be like, Hey, I have this friend, which is exactly how this worked. And, um, I, I probably got one of the most valuable guys that, I mean, I, I think I, I, I'm just really blessed to have this guy in my life because really? he's, uh, he, he, originally he was planning to start his own business in the fall time. And he's just like, I'm just waiting for my friend to get out of college and then we're going to start a business and we'll be over like a couple cities over. So you won't have to worry about us. Um, and we, we worked throughout the summer and I, I, I really value all of my guys and um, I, I know business and personal stuff is, 
supposed to be kept separate. But, um, you know, if, if I know any of the guys are struggling financially or, um, or emotionally or whatever, I I'll, I'll kind of pick up the slack in between there. Um, because I know that if they're working for me, um, I, I have to treat them right so that they can treat me right. And, um, that, I, I, so there, there's one book out there. I'm not exactly sure. I, they, they all kind of run together that I was listening to, but, um, just giving people random gift cards throughout the, throughout the summertime, just like, yep. Hey man, I really appreciate it. Or I was thinking, um, even this year of, uh, doing like the, uh, I, I think Dave Ramsey, no, it's probably not Dave Ramsey, ba- but Ballard um, has talked about the, the gift card things. I know that, uh, he okay. talked about that on our show. Yeah. I, he keeps like a stack yeah, at his desk. I, I was thinking about doing that like once at the end of the month, yeah. uh, do, do like a meeting yeah. or once every two weeks or something like that, j- just to kind of boost morale, but also like Christmas bonuses. I, I won't just give Christmas bonuses. I'll also make sure like if, if the guys are like wearing really worn work pants or whatever, I'll go out and I'll get them work pants or, we're going into the spring season or fall season when it gets real wet. Um, I'll get them work boots and uh, j- just making sure that I take care of them um, all year round and making sure that I accommodate for their time off as well. Um, I, I know that, that that's another thing that they value. And um, I, I, I kind of pride myself on being able to uh, not, not really manipulate people, but yeah. be, be able to keep them. Um, and uh it's it's good it's incentivizing you 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 give them incentives to stay yep and and i it just shows that i i appreciate everything they do for me and and in return they're they're real honest so like if there's a guy who they don't like or um or anything like that they'll be like hey you know this guy he's he's kind of slacking off or um you know this guy was doing this and you know i i don't really think it's right i just wanted to let you know and that's more that's more valuable than anything because it shows that they actually care yeah. Yeah, that's what it's that's what it comes down to, man. And it sounds like that part of the growth has been due to the the good culture that you've built. Uh if I'm correct in saying that. I mean, what what is what is your take on that? Do you think you y'all had a healthy culture this year? Where where do you think that's going to push you to in 24? Yeah, so so we definitely had a, a a good culture. Um a lot of guys knew each other um again this year, so you know, one one guy just like, "Hey, you know, I'm working over here." Um I Another thing I found out, which my, my girlfriend lives out in the country and uh, she knows some people who work out in the country. And m- most times when those those uh, those high schoolers or whatever have time off, they they can't really make decent money other than working at like Subway or something like that. And obviously yeah. we, we pay yeah. more than that. And they, they tend to be hard workers because they grow up on farms and stuff. And those guys are great workers. And um, I mean, it's really worth talking to those people and even um, some farmers, they're, um, they're really good. But another thing I put in place this year was a 401k with the company, the 3% company match. We use paychecks, um, currently. And, um, I, I think in order to qualify for that, which is another incentive here is you, you have to, you have to work a thousand hours over the course of a year. Um, and you have to, uh, you have to be with the company for one year. Yeah. So, um, that, that, that's another good incentive and kind of showing guys um, how to manage their finances too. Like I, I, I told any of the guys, if they have any questions about anything, I'm, I'm also in college right now. And um, I, my, my majors, I'm a finance major and just taking some of these classes really opened my eyes to how you can set your up yourself up financially um, in order to do certain things. 
And I, I, I told anybody, you know, if they, if they need, uh, if they want to talk about any financial stuff, we can, um, we, we can kind of open things up and, you know, figure things out. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I, I didn't realize you were still in college. So, so you, I mean, were you pretty much out of the field? Uh, is your plan to be out of the field this year for the most part, I'm assuming? Um, it's <clears throat> a good question. Um, I, I, I hate, I hate sitting and just working on my computer all day, yeah. but, um, yeah. I also, I also like talking to people. So, um, I, I guess that's kind of where the sales comes in, but for, for the most part, I wouldn't expect myself to be on any full-time crew, but, um, maybe just to fill in some gaps here and there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. also depending on if I want to do right now, I have two crews already set to go for the year and I, I think I might want one more. So, um, I, I guess it all comes down to the the hiring process and figuring out if we can, uh, if we can take that on for sure. So how many guys do you have in the, in the uh, arsenal right now? So right now doing snow, we have three guys and then for this coming summer, I believe there's, I think there's five, six, five or six guys right now. Okay. You already um, got lined up. Yeah. Awesome, dude. That's, that's awesome. So, well, that's, that's big growth, man. I mean, how did you, so how did you handle the sales side of this? This is another thing is, is you have the systems and processes talk. And then the opposite side of that is like, you got to sell. If you want to, if you want to put all these things yeah. in place, you want to grow, you have to sell work. And what does that look like for you? Because I think a lot of guys are, it, I don't like to, I don't like to question, how do I get new customers? Um, yeah. I, I want to go a step above that. Like, how do you, like, how did you build relationships to gain new work down the road? Like, I mean, it's a, it's not a just, how do I create a marketing scheme or postcards or whatever to, to gain new customers? Like, how did you build yeah. relationships? How did you sell work? How did you get your company out in front of uh, your city's eyes? Yeah. So th- that's a really good question. So what I, I tend to do is whenever I was on the, the job site with, with the guys working and like kind of training up the crews and everything like that, <clears throat> something that I would do is I would be very open and friendly with the clients and I'd be like, Hey, how's it going? And then I, I always try to ask a personal, like more personal question. I'm just like, Hey, how's your, how's your son doing at college or, or, or something along those lines Yeah, uh, just to get them kind of talking. And uh, the guys who I have there, they love to talk. So, um, so, so then they, they kind of picked up on that as well. Um, but, as, as far as keeping the keep keeping the the, the, the funnel full or yeah. whatever you want to call it uh, or the schedule, um, another system I had to put in place is I I had to figure out which days and what times I do quotes at. So I I pretty much set out that Monday and Tuesday between three and six p.m. I book all my quotes, and uh, in the springtime I could kind of. <clears throat> filtered into like Thursday as well. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's pretty much the times I'm just like, I have between, you know, three and six or five and six. And then I just book each quote out for an hour. And th- that's pretty much what I had in place. Cause before it was just like, Hey, you know what, what time works for you? And they're, they're just like, well, you know, Sunday would actually really work best at one. And, you know, I was planning to go out on the lake on Sunday. Yeah. I, that was another big thing is trying to take weekends off and um, not, not push through, um, not push the, push through the week so yeah. hard. So, um, j- just making sure that I schedule all those, all those quotes as 
as much as I can. And um, thankfully, Facebook and everything like that pulled through. Um, I didn't run any paid ads on Facebook, but there's a lot of community groups that um, and j- just asking clients like, hey, do you mind, um, you know, sharing um, sh- sharing us with, with your friends and stuff like that? Um, th- that tends to work yeah. pretty good for us as well. But, um, you, you know, in the, in July, when the, when the grass starts to slow down, at least over here, it, um, it, it was a little bit difficult to, to, uh, keep it full, keep it full, but yeah, but we, 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 we tend to do a, a couple like large install projects throughout the year. And the, the one that we did, the one big one that we did this year kind of, um, it kept getting delayed because of the city, because the city, um, some ordinances and whatever they had to approve the landscape project or something like that. And the lawn install and stuff like that. So, um, that kind of got pushed back thankfully, cause, uh, that provided work throughout the, those slow months. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool that, <clears throat> that the schedule worked out like that. I, I totally, totally understand that. And I get, I get the whole process of community groups and things like that. That's a great way to get out is how is it competitive wise? Like, in your area, do you have a bunch of companies that post in those groups? Um, are you the only one? Because I, I want to. I feel like there's a like in our city. There's one day a week that you can that a business can post in there, and that day, yep. that's all it is. It's it's just covered up with other landscape companies things. So I'm like, oh, why do I even do it? Like you know what I mean. So what is your take on that? If you say you say that worked for you, yeah. So it uh, it it is pretty saturated, but most, yeah. most times it's it's like maybe three companies or four, four main companies. And then there's like the, the college kid home from the week for yeah. the, for the yeah. summer. Like, Hey, I'll do mulch for like 40 bucks a yard or something <laughs> yeah. like that or 20 bucks an hour. Um, which obviously don't even want to compete with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it, a, a, another good part about it is just being, um, we, we have really supportive clients, so they'll, they'll recommend us in those groups as well. And, um, that, that helps out too. Cause <clears throat> they're all in the, in the group. And, you know, if you say like, Hey, you know, we're doing this or, uh, someone will be like, Hey, do you, do, does anybody know a company that, you know, levels lawns or puts in new, new landscaping or stuff like that? Um, those, some, some of our, uh, our clients will get to it even before we do. So, um, I, I honestly don't really check Facebook as much as I should. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, where, it, it work out pretty well. Where do you think most of your calls come from? Um, is it the website? Is it Facebook? Do you, do you vet that? Not vet that, but do you, uh, do you track, track that? It. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what? I, I really think it's, it's mainly word of mouth. Okay. Um, and knowing the suppliers around here, uh, there, there's a hardware store that I've, I've been really close with the owners of, of that hardware store for a long time. And they always send over like the nicest people. They're just like, look, this, this crazy lady came in. She asked for somebody to do her landscaping. He's like, we make sure we pass those people. Yeah. Uh, they, they kind of vet it out, but um, I, I really do think it's, it's mainly word of mouth, but uh, unless it's like a larger like drainage project or something like that, um, that would probably be through like EDDM that we do. Okay. Uh, we, we've used postcard mania a couple times. Um, some good, some bad. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I really do think it's it's mainly word of mouth and Facebook and the work, it works out pretty well. Community. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then even j- just making sure all of the social media kind of connects. Like I, I, I know I know you're really good with it too, and um, just just making sure the website and you know YouTube and 
uh, Instagram and Facebook are, are all up to date and yeah, making yeah. a good amount of posts onto those. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a push that we want to make more this year is kind of, um, making channels for, so like the content that we put out for like the podcast and things like that, that's its own channels and things. But I want to actually take growing green landscapes, our local um, page and turn that and create more content in that and pair that with YouTube videos and things like that. Because when you post a YouTube video and you like put your location in your city, well then when somebody searches that, that could potentially come up in their in their search because YouTube's connected to Google. So, um, when you do all that, like it just, it just gives more chance for people to see you when they search. Um, so I do want to take advantage of that this year. Yep. And I, I was, I I think I'm having my, uh, my website company do, um, so, so I also hired out, um, a a local company. Uh, I went to high school with these guys Yeah, and they, uh, they, they do videography. So they've done some, some like Instagram stuff for us. And I, I was thinking about doing just uh, informational videos and then posting those on on the website yep. under each service yep. that way. Because some some clients will be like, hey, you know, I saw your YouTube video about like, I don't even know, mulching this this thing. And they're just they're just like, I really like how you guys do it. <laughs> I'm just like, awesome. Cool. So um, j- j- just showing the process as well. Sometimes people like to see that as well. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent, dude. That's uh yeah. It's a good plan heading into the year, I think. I think you're going to have some good growth. What is the goal for this year? You wanting to add a bunch of crews? You want to grow revenue? You want to stabilize? Um, what does it look like 2024 for you? So I, I the, the goal is to um, increase revenue, probably stay right around three crews, maybe four. Um, but the, 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 main, the main goal is to stabilize, make sure that all the systems and processes work, and uh, kind of take the stress out of things a little bit because – last year it was a good amount of stress just realizing well we got to make changes yeah and um yeah. So just making sure everything was you know running smoothly and the, everybody was in line so um it, it was mostly uh a, a good a good year for personal growth for me um but I, I think that's another big thing is making sure that um you take care of yourself and um whether that's you know sticking on a diet or working out or going to the chiropractor or um, j- taking the weekends off, just making sure that you keep yourself a priority and your family a priority, and uh, pretty much work from there. Yeah, man. No, I love yeah. it. Um, do you do you plan to add many more team members? I mean, I know you said three crews. What is that? Are you running two guys, three guys per team? Yeah, yeah. Typically, it's uh, two guys for mowing, two to three guys for landscaping. So, okay. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to push to get too too many more guys as yeah. long as unless they're they're like top quality guys. Yeah, I got you. Did you? Uh, what is your? What is your? How are you running in uh, software? What are you using CRM wise? Uh, we we currently use Jobber. Okay. I, I was looking at L- uh, at LMN. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I'm not sure if it's too late in the season to to make that switch because I know there's a there's a big learning curve in order to use it properly and yeah. making sure that you're really yeah. dialed in. But maybe maybe that's something that I look at next year in the winter time uh, just just for the idea of job costing. I went to that Hardscape Mastery mm-hmm. um, that the Almonds and uh, Jeremy Swihart and Andy Mulder put on, and yeah. that, that that was a that was a really really great event, um, and I highly recommend it to just about anybody, but that really opened up my eyes to job costing and making sure that uh, we keep track of, you know, our profits and losses on, on each job. 
That's awesome, dude. I think that um, this year is going to be awesome for you. It sounds like you got a lot of things in order that you need to. And you're obviously not a finished product, but you're going to learn along the way. And you learned last year. Um, hearing guys like you inspire me because it teaches that it's possible. You just go out there and you just hustle and you put the right people in place and you can take your company to a new height and a new level um, that you so desire to, to reach. Um, what is your why in all of this? What is my why? Um, I, I think last last year, this time when you asked that, I think it was uh, for my guys. Yeah. And yeah. On, honestly, I, I think now it's uh, in, in order to uh, create general uh, generational wealth within uh, my future family and um, making sure that I can take care of those around me and being able to give back. Um, I'm, I'm really big into giving back and making sure that I can You're giving. Um, support You're it. giving. <laughs> yeah. You're giving. giving back. No, you're not giving, giving back. You're just giving. That's my. So I okay. watched this. I watched this thing. Really? Yeah, I watched this thing. Uh, Hormoz. I'm a big Alex Hormozy guy. Uh, and okay. he posted a video one time, and he just went on this tangent of giving back. Like, why? Why do we say giving back? Like, what did you? What did you take? You haven't taken anything. You haven't. You haven't taken from other people. You. You. You consume, but you don't take from people in like a malice way. So like. All you're doing is taking what you got and, and you're giving. You're just giving. You're not giving back. You didn't take anything from anybody. So like, uh, you don't have to. You don't have to sit here and say like, awesome. you're giving back to your community because you're not. You're just you're giving of what you've received. Um, so it's it's kind of every time I hear it, it's made me think. It's made me think that way moving forward. I don't. It's I'll, starting to become a pet peeve, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to find. I'll find the video and send it yeah. to you because uh, okay. I want you to see him explain it better. But. Uh, it's yeah. not a, it's not a big deal if you say giving back, but I mean it just it's one of those things that catches me now. I'm like, no, you're just giving. Like it's you just think, but people say it because that's just what's always been said. But yeah. at the end of the day, like why? Why? Like I don't take from people. I'm not a, I'm not a bad person. I don't I don't just take things to take things. And so um, I'm a big proponent of that now moving forward. But yeah, no, I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. I, I love I love what oh, you're no, doing. No, it's, so it's, give it's give I, give I you community. I, I, I thought I was saying uh, get back or something. No, no, like no, that. no, no, no. You're good. Uh, that, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. But, um, but yeah, I, I guess I want to give. And there you go. I, I was even thinking about starting. Um, I, I know a couple of people who who are in like the water charity um, things where they they build wells in uh, undeveloped com- countries and stuff like that. So I, I was even thinking about even trying to get in, into uh, giving back giving that way (laughs) i can't even say it now yeah um but but anyways that's pretty much my why but um i i guess i also wanted to say um with with the efficiencies and and running a business that uh you kind of make you make most of your money off of the efficiencies and systems that you establish in your business and um I, i guess over the this winter i've been working on a lot of those efficiencies and uh putting systems in place so that i can that we can go out there and be the most efficient that way we can give. I love it. I love it. I was trying to see if I could find the video, but I don't see it off the top of my head. Uh, I was going to get it and play it on here, but I, I don't know. The dude produces so much content. You never find it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's awesome, dude. I, I love it. I love that. Why it's crazy how your why changes and adapts. I think people need to understand that. And that's okay. Like your why from a year ago is not what it is now. Um, it was, you were hanging with your buddies, growing a business, like taking care of them, um, taking care of yourself at the same time. But now you've kind of, 
you've progressed, you moved on. Uh, same thing. My wife five years ago was totally different. It was like, uh, let's put some money in the bank. Let's rent a house, buy a truck. You know, now it's like, let's provide for a kid and a wife and a future and, um, build the business. And so it, it changes, adapts over time. I love to hear that. Uh, when it is adapting, that means you're growing. Uh, when you're not stuck in the same, when it's not the same why for three, four, five years in a row, it means you're growing and you're moving on to new heights, um, which I'm a huge proponent for and love getting to hear from all you guys out there that are doing it. So where can anybody find you uh, on Instagram or socials or wherever if they want to follow along with you, buddy? So it would be Lead Chill Landscaping on Instagram, Facebook. We don't really post much on YouTube, but I guess you can find us there and um, our website too. But I don't know why why people would go there. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, all right, man. Well, I appreciate your time today. Is there anything we left out that you want to share? Um, let's see. Or do we uh, hit everything? I, Okay. Um, I, I guess one thing that I do want to say is that you, you do need to put yourself first and make sure that you're, uh, that, that you have a, a healthy diet. That, that's one thing that I, I, I really do want to, uh, really want to stress. Um, something that, um, I, I know that you did too, is you, you did 75 hard, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you did that over the summertime. That That's, yeah, that probably brutal. yeah. It was really spring. It was spring in the summer. It was. It was. Okay. It wasn't the. It wasn't the heat that was bad. It was just the amount of work that we had going on that made it tough. Yep. Uh, I would not want to do it in the winter. No, no. I mean, you have a little more time, but the weather outside up got up where you guys are. Ain't no way. There is no way. I've seen guys that are doing it like Pennsylvania and stuff. No way. Yeah. So I'm actually in the middle of it right now. Oh, you're doing uh, it. Cool. Yeah, but um, th- there's one thing that that really kind of helped through through this process is i i figured out that just taking walks like i i do hikes with my dog yeah um through, through the woods and you know you know you got to do it for 45 minutes it's a really good time to reflect and think about um things that you need to work on improve um you know if, if you're religious it's a good time to pray whatever um but another thing that 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 really helps you out is just having time to reflect and not just get caught up in all the stress of life um, but, uh, between that going to, going to a chiropractor, there's a, there's a place called joint chiropractic, which is kind of like a subscription chiropractor where you could go four times a month for like 80 bucks or something like that, just to make sure that, you know, you're, you're in the best physical shape that you can be yeah. and yeah. Uh, just trying to limit all the fried food and, um, the added sugars and everything. Um, that's a, something I'm huge, I'm a huge proponent on. So, um, I get. I guess that's pretty much it. Awesome, man. Not not the not the way I was expecting to take that, but I like it. I like it. I like the the eat clean. That's something that I need to do better at. Um, definitely. Well, you can't have you can't have a good business life if you don't have a good personal life, and yeah. you can't have yeah. a good personal life if you don't have a good business life. Yeah, hundred percent. They they hundred percent merge together. Uh, even more so when you get married, when you have kids, and you kind of take that uh, and move further along that way. So. Yeah, man, I, I totally agree with all of that. I, uh, I'm i going to work on that this year for sure, and I hope to catch up with you, man. I hope to see you on Instagram here soon and just kind of watch you as you grow this year. I think it's going to be really, really cool, a lot of good growth coming for you, and uh, I appreciate your time today, man. Yeah.
Yeah, no problem. Awesome, dude. Well, guys, thank you for tuning into the show. I really enjoyed uh, being able to do this guest interview. We enjoy that we get to do this three times a week, and that's only possible because you listen and share the show. So uh, if you did enjoy it, share it with a friend. Let them know that you enjoyed it and tell them that come check us out here. We do three shows a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and uh, we couldn't be more honored to do it and come to you. So thanks for choosing our show to listen to today. We hope you have a great rest of the week. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.